Hello and welcome to the Jersey Football Chat. Uh, as always, I am joined by Cass and today we are joined by Lorn Bickley uh, to talk about his little journey in America and on the mainland. How are you doing, Lorn? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me on today. Good stuff. Cass, all good? Yeah, all good, thanks. Yeah, looking forward to getting a little bit of history and story on how Lorne's been in low-trotting for the last couple of years and interested to hear a bit more. Yeah, sure. Um, we'll start at the start, Lorne. Uh, have you always been into football? What are your first memories of football, be that playing or watching? Um... Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I've always played, I guess, since since I was younger. But when it comes to actually, I think my first team I signed up for was Wanderers. Um, and that was just through a friend in primary school about quite late, year, year five-ish. Um, so my first proper memory would probably be the Guernsey tournament. I can't remember what it's called, the BWCI uh, the tournament? BWCI, yeah, brilliant yeah. tournament. Still yeah, going. so play there and it was just I think I think we had like teams like Everton that come down and, and different stuff like that so yeah that, that's probably my first sort of big memory um, as a youngster of football yeah sure and in terms of football I know you're a Liverpool fan who who did you look up to when you were watching yeah I don't want to talk about Liverpool right now but uh, <laughs> yeah obviously I think obviously it's Steven Gerrard I mean obviously he was a captain since I was growing up and that so probably look up to him and obviously he's doing well um, not only obviously he's done amazing when he was a player but now he's going to coach and he's showing what he's about coaching as well so yeah he, he's probably the, the main man for me since since I was younger yeah yeah sure um, let's talk about America when did the dish like when how did the opportunity come come about and how hard was it to, for you to leave Jersey and go all the way to America uh, yeah, I mean, I, I knew of America. It, it kind of come about because, like, obviously, you know, from school, I wasn't that academic. And I, I, for me, going to England wasn't wasn't on the cards. Um, so I had, obviously, I knew a couple of lads that went out. I knew Fraser Barlow was there. I knew James Kerry, obviously, the Jersey Bulls captain was there. Um, and John LeCain, year above me as well, went out there. So I, I spoke to them. All and kind of got like the gist of it from that, how they got there, that their approach of going through like different speaking different people. Um, and then on the back of that, I attended like a showcase um, where about 50 coaches from America came down to England um, and watched you play. And sort of if they liked you, um, they'd speak to you, and then you then get scholarships off the back of that. And you, you just sort of make your pick. Um, Instead of like, I don't want to go into too much about it, but you sort of just make your pick out of the offers you get. Um, and I, I chose obviously Wilmington University, where I went to. Um, but in regards to was it hard to leave? I mean, it's for, for me, it wasn't because it was a journey. I think at that stage, I wanted to progress um, in a different way in football. Obviously, I knew obviously when you finished 18, there's the jersey stuff. Um, but I think for me at that stage, I could have the opportunity to go play in America and with a good level with some some lads that have represented countries, um, Greece and Jamaica, two of the lads I played with. So for me, it was just a stepping stone. I didn't really question it um, at all. So it, it was just one of them just need to go there, mate. 
How good was the standard over there? You touched on it there. How good was it for you to go and play and how much did it help your game as well? Yeah, I mean, when I first... It's hard to explain. Like, if I was comparing it to the Jersey first team, for example, um, it, the, the physical... I, I think I think I might have trained with them a couple of times before I went there So and played first team, obviously, for clubs. So the physicality part, it was... I knew what to expect. Um, but I think when I got there, it was some of the lads, as I said, played one played for Jamaica on 23s, another one played for Greece under 18. So they've got a lot on a lad from Jersey playing for Wonders and Grooveville. So when I got there, it was uh, it was it was tough to get into at first because it's just adapting. But when you start playing with them, I think you become comfortable with it and it, it just takes it that extra step, I think. Definitely. Um when you were over there, you obviously did well. Um, you broke records left, right and centre. Just how proud of you, of your achievements are you? And when you look back, do you have to like, how, how do you look at it? How, how much did you enjoy it as well? Yeah, I loved it. I'd do another four years if I could again. Um, but in regards to the records and that, I think because... Most of my records, I guess, and the accolades come my last year. Um, but I think that, that wasn't just from me playing and the team that we had because it was it was a lot better than my first two years. Um, I think for me personally, I just had more of a drive because the year before, obviously, I blew my knee, so I missed the year. So I had to sit and watch all the lads have the best year that they've had since I've been there. So I was a bit, obviously, proud of them. But I was a bit jealous, and I was like, I, I want to make this next year better. So I just, I just think for me, it was just trying to get my head down. And when you start doing well, you start getting noticed, and you've got to keep going. And then when the accolades come at the end of the year, it's, it's just what all the hard work throughout the year with the team and and stuff like that, which is, which is nice. Um, but I would never expect if if someone told me. When I was 18, that in four years' time, you'll be the National Player of the Year, I would have, would have laughed them because it's, America's big <laughs> and it, it, it's super. So, yeah, it's, it's good. And I think, obviously, coming back now and gaining that experience and being able to play, obviously, going to England, having that small stint there, but coming back to Jersey and being able to play um, and, and hopefully carry on playing at a higher level um, here, it's, it's, it's all part of the experience and learning curve. Yeah, sure. Sure. What, what did you find? Did you find the standard a lot better over there? I mean, because I think our top level footballers are as good as any of uh, in, in any country, like amateur level, did you find that the players were a lot better or quicker or fitter? I, I think the Americans, the Americans, yeah, I found them a lot quicker, a lot faster, a lot fitter. Um, but I just think that's because they're something about America, they're just so, they want to be the biggest, the best. Do, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. In terms of technicality, like the lads that were European, um, that they'd bring the best, that best sort of ball play, and they'd be. It's just a lot quicker. I find you know, obviously, when you're playing, someone sees the picture like a step ahead, and and so on. That's what they done. Um, so in regard, in regard, it probably was a step up from what I was playing here. Um, but I, I would, I've always said. Like I would love to see what it would be like if if that team played against the first team, for example, Cass. Um, yeah, that'd be useful. That'd be great to see. I don't think we'll ever get it, unfortunately. No, that's but that's what I mean. It's just I would, I would love to know the sort of difference now and how it would work out. But yeah, it's uh, it would be a good game, I think.
Yeah, interesting. And then obviously you've touched on it there, come back from um, uni, um, came back to Jersey for a little bit, and then opportunities came to go pro and must have been really exciting, especially with the excellent last season in America. So how did that come about and what was that like? Similar questions, standard, fitness, facilities? In, in, in regards to... Like Hartley Pool and that's Hartley Pool, sorry, Hartley yeah. Pool and Kidderminster and the two pro contracts that you ended up going into. Yeah, so I mean Hartley Pool. I've always Hartley Pool was a weird one because I didn't expect it. Um, it was just I knew I knew someone here who, who knew the assistant coach, and I come down for a trial, and they liked what they saw, wanted to keep me on to the end of the season. Um, but when I got there, it was just everything was ran so professionally. I think my first first session I was there the, the pitch was waterlogged so we, I trained at Sunderland um, Sunderland Academy in the indoor facility and it, it was amazing um, but you must have been trained for rain every day then <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but everything was just it was just a step above um, everything was so professional I think I didn't realise how big of a club Hartlepool was I didn't realise yeah. the background um, and, and everything that come with it so it was a big club to go into um, but, but as, as again Stepping up the, the pace they all played, a lot of experienced pros there as well. Um, they, they played and moved the ball a lot quicker, um, which, which it took me, it did take, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, it took me a good few weeks to adapt to how quick it was going, um, how, how fit they all were as well. But I think when you get there, it's just part of the past. And at the end of the day, it was, it was sort of my job and my chance to keep on playing at a high level. Yeah, and did you get any first team minutes? What was there? I'm sorry, I didn't get didn't track that. But yeah. what did you get in terms of? Yeah, so team? when I got there, it was it was about February time, um, and we were playing, and the first the it took me a while to get the international clearance through, and then the first couple of games that I wasn't involved in, um, and then we had two that were cancelled because of the weather, and then COVID hit. And so we played a couple like behind the scenes, like, like behind closed doors games against play against Newcastle in 23s and in-house games, which which I played in. But COVID sort of put a boot in everything for me. Yeah, um, it's such. I mean, it's, I mean, I think you could just for a minute think about that. I mean, such a young player with great talent goes all around the world to try and get an opportunity, and then comes back, gets that golden opportunity that all the Jersey lads are. Driving yeah. for and all the top players, and then the COVID really comes in and sweeps sweep that opportunity away. I mean, and then I've, I've, I've worked over the years with a lot of boys that have come back in from that experience where it's just not worked out and they've found it really difficult to come back to Jersey, settle in, maybe not enjoying the environment or thinking it's not good enough standard because they can never accept that it didn't work out. If you like, mm. what, what, what's your plans then coming back to Jersey, playing? Minutes into your legs, and have you got an agent or what, or have you just are you just going to yeah. come back and concentrate on local stuff? Yeah, so I've I've got an agent, um, which is which is I didn't have an agent before I went to Hartlepool. I had one afterwards, um, but in, in regards to playing that, I'm sort of because of what happens there, left there, then I went to Ketchering, and that was that the training was twice a week, um, and it was quite a lot to be. In England, I was paying out for a flat and everything. Um, and it was just, I wasn't really, what's the word? I wasn't really improving because it was like, I've gone from full-time America to full-time to Hartlepool to twice a week. And I thought I was yeah. just coming 
to a standstill. And with everything going on, I think that season's going to be finished because of the the funding with the government that's going on at the moment. Um, and I just thought, for me, it's it's going to be better if I come back here. Obviously, I've been away for so long now, um, and just in, try enjoy football as much as I can. Um, work, obviously, to get my degree in America, and just 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 see what happens, and just sort of have fun with it, and just just be happy yeah. back here. That's, that's, that's what brilliant, brilliant attitude to have with it as well, because life does go on, and you just need to look at Kevin Miley's opportunity came mm. at twenty one, twenty two, and he's doing well at Eastleigh, and now trained every week, paid, paid professional footballer, so it, it can come its way around, and I think the attitudes are coming back with the right one because. Local football, as we've spoken about for the last few months on here, is, you know, we've got top players like you're back and we're all in, in Vincenti's coming back and you've got all these people coming back and all they're doing is adding quality to the league. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we, we're going to have a really strong top six that are pushing each other. The standards will be really high um, and I think we need to really look forward to what you've got, you know, Lon playing up front. You've been to Grooveville, haven't you? And that was... Yeah. Is that an interesting move, or was that an easy move for you to come back and go straight in there? Uh, I mean, I was at Grooville when I was younger, um, okay. and then obviously I went I went to Wanderers for a year before I went to America to get a bit of senior football and a bit higher than because Grooville's first team wasn't great back then. Okay. Um, right. And I just I had the main reason I probably joined them was because when I first signed for Hartlepool, um, George Noel, obviously the oldest. Well, the father of Richard and um, oh my gosh, what's the other one? Martin Noel, they are. Um, oh, well done, mate. We could have yeah. edited that out. Imagine if I forgot that. Um, no, he he actually rang he rang my dad. Um, obviously, like found him in the in the that Jersey telephone book and everything, and rang my dad and just said like that. Like, well done, I'm really proud of him, and that that sort of stuck to me. And I thought, you know what, that's, that's really nice. And yeah, I no, think... that is good. You've got you've got a good humble way of looking at things. Exactly. Right many times top players just don't um don't appreciate what goes on behind the scenes. Um yeah. and, and and what you've done is add well we we had the Grooville coach on earlier in the the manager on sorry earlier earlier in the in, in the month uh Dave Fitton and he's putting some good I mean Cabaret putting in some good foundations from the top down there. Uh, did you get a special offer at Bob's bar if you got free 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 bar if you get a hat trick if you got any <laughs> I'd wish, but I mean, yeah, they're, they're quality to be fair. I've, I've never heard of Dave or, or Carl before I went there, but they're, they're, top, they're top coaches to be fair. And I think the effort they're putting in is showing throughout. And I think it's running through the squad. Everyone, no one moans, do you know what I mean? Cold winter nights, no one moans to be there. Everyone wants to be there learning, getting coached and that. So it's, it's, it's good. It's a good club. Really good to hear. What do you think your gaffer's dress sense? <laughs> I tell you what, I haven't seen. I haven't seen it yet. I've only seen him in his uh in his coaching gear. So uh, no, he's a sharp dresser. He's got his tweed and everything. I'm only joking because my hair's grew back in because when I had it all shaved off, he was giving me a bit of a hard time with a look like something out of a <laughs> concentration camp a few weeks ago, but it's slowly grown back in. <laughs> Well, that's great news that you've come back in the right ideas. You've had a, and, and you know what? You've put one foot in the door in the professional game, and people will remember you. And and when things pick back up, as long as you're getting the minutes in, you're banging the gold in the back of the net and uh, enjoying your football, then you never know what's around the corner. But your attitude definitely seems to be right with it, and good things I, happen to good people, I believe. How have you yeah. how have you found 
uh, Grooville so far, Lev? Have you training uh, in the small groups and that? How have you found it so far? Yeah, I mean, we, we obviously because of everything that's going on, we, it's like 10 a group um, or nine plus a coach. So it's all been going good, a lot of fitness. Um, I think we're, we're a fit team. Um, well, from what I've seen so far, and obviously we're doing trying to get a bit of ball work as well. Obviously, with the season coming back up, but I mean, I, I watched it, guys. When you when you guys spoke with Dave and said talking about fitness wins, fitness is a big part of this league and, and winning it. And I, I completely agree. And, and hopefully, obviously, it might not happen this year. I don't. I'm playing this year. But what is the point? Harry, what is the point? When are you in the league? I don't know. I think I think they you said in the mid table, mid table, about fifth. Both. I think we're third. I think we're we're what we're yeah, behind one of the simple. I think you're about yeah. nine points off the top of twelve, maybe. But I tell you what, it does make it interesting. You coming back, and if you want to stay at the end of the season and give them a, as long as you get the gold banging in and winning games, it will be an interesting. Definitely, Grubel will have an impact on who wins the league. I think the way they're going. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm excited, but yeah, I mean, it's good to be honest with you, Dan. It's it's a top club, and I think they're running it the right way. So, only, yeah, only onwards and upwards. How are you gonna? Obviously, there's gonna be some expectation on you. Having been to America, having been in England, how are you going to cope with that? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't. I try not to look into all that. To be honest, all this like expect. I know obviously what I've done's like like nice. It's good, and obviously pe- people are aware of it. But end of the day, you're not you're not here to make everyone be aware of you and stuff like that. I'm, I'm just want to just want to play and enjoy, enjoy football, and and hopefully what I've done in America, I can. I can sort of mirror and and do it back here for Grooveville and and Jersey Bulls and, and different stuff like that. So yeah, is that something that you definitely want to do as well, Jersey Bulls, and then eventually with Cass Jersey FA? Yeah, I mean, I spoke to Gary about Jersey Bulls and and stuff like that, um, which which I'm looking to be a part of. Um, I, I don't think that's going to happen this year, but I mean, as far as far as Cass, that's, that's up to him. That's not up to me, but. I'll, I'm definitely going to work hard to try to be part of it. Well, I think you were in and around the squad just before you left. Obviously, yeah. you were just going away for different trials and there was all sorts going on with America. And yeah. you were showing good signs there. And I think you came back and played in the Bills game against Stevenage. I don't know if you come on as a sub, but you, for me, you turned the game when you come on and made it and played really well. I think it, for me, especially in senior football, it's about getting those 10, 15 games under your belt and just building a momentum, building form. And, and you're going about it the right way. Whatever whatever records, whatever goals you get, you'll work that out at the end of the season. You just take, you know, you're, you're hard working, you're worth it, you can lead by example there. And I think players will look up to that. I know the youngsters really look up to guys that go in way and make it, not, not just go away and try it, but actually make a fist of it and come back with um you know, awards and, and, and experiences where they've won things. You know, going over there and playing in a different league uh, is one thing, but going over there and winning leagues and stuff like that is it definitely creates a different character. Yeah, no, I agree. I think even though obviously I'm still pretty young, it's I've got obviously quite a bit of experience playing here and everywhere. So it's it's it'll be nice for me. Obviously, when I looked up to lads, um, when I looked up to like the Christy Andrews of the world and, and stuff like that when I was younger. It'll be nice. Hopefully, I can have that sort of same sort of impression on on the younger generation. I'm happy yeah. to help them anyway. Yeah, yeah. Christy Andrews is definitely a good role model to follow. And, and actually, you lead us into um, you talk about your experiences in a short career in terms of your age. But 
Uh, I noticed that you've um, you're stepping in to help out with uh, Aaron Travis and Game Tent. Uh, how did that come about? And um, I'm sure all the kids at Game, Game Tent will be looking forward to seeing you there. But how did that step up? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've known Aaron since since he coached me at Grooveville. Um, and obviously, I know he's part of the island setup and, and stuff like that. And he just said, "Do I fancy sort of getting involved with them and and working away and learning like from him?" And I just said, "I don't do. Do I mean else I play? But I'd love to sort of. I don't want to be like getting too much of the coaching yet. I'm concentrating on playing, but it, it's definitely a good option for me, and it's it's something I think I'll enjoy. So yeah, it'll be quite nice to, to see behind the scenes as well what what goes on." Um, and all, all technical aspects and stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, he, he, I must admit, he's been, what he's done at Game Sense, Aaron, from, I mean, he's basically the, the, the chief exec, the president, the manager, the coach, the, the, the coach's leader. And, and um, you know, it's amazing what he does. I, what I follow him on the Facebook in terms of the videos and really has built a brilliant little uh, club there off the ground from nothing. So going back in... One thing I say all the time with Dan, if we can get ex-players, especially the top ones coming in and getting a little bit back, too many finish and don't get back involved. Um, they get back involved, their kids are involved, you know, maybe they're starting at Minnie's age group. But it would be so good to have that conveyor belt of players just dropping back in and giving something back and just helping the current club and coaches, even on matches, just to sort of them a little bit of help because sometimes the coaches might be okay at training but match days is a different thing and substitutions and maybe that's something you can help them with on a Sunday where you know game management and things like that I know it's only kids but you know there's, there's a lot you can pass on that you might not believe you've got anything to offer straight away because you're not coaching but your game experience will be really helpful Yeah no that, that's spot on I mean that's, that's what I spoke about with Aaron it was just it wasn't coming in and getting into the nitty gritty stuff straight away. It was sort of was almost getting like like baby spoon, baby feeding into it, um, and just, just making the most of the experience and, and getting involved. No, good stuff. Well, well done doing that. I'm really pleased to hear that as well. Obviously, obviously, Aaron's coached you, as you said. Yeah, who's the best coach that you or manager that you've played under? Is it the guys in America or is there any others that stand out to you? Uh, I mean... Aaron probably took Aaron Travis probably made me realise that I was half decent at football. Um, best way to put it, he, he sort of helped me um, take a step up um, and understand the game more. But obviously, him, Paul Renton done a lot for me for the island as well. Um, and then in, in America, it was different because I was the coach. I would see every day. I'd be a part of him every day. He'd, he'd help on the field, off the field, because we're international. So he 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 was a good he was a good coach, but he was sort of I normally like see him more as like a, a friend rather than a coach because he, he just done a lot for us. We keep in contact now. Um, if I was going purely off coaching, it would be like Paul Renton and Aaron Travers. They 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 helped me and t- t- took me to the next level, I guess. And did was it Aaron? Because I remember you as a midfielder as well. Was it Aaron that took you to being a striker as well? Uh, weird story to be fair he um, I, I knew of Aaron uh, through he, he was friends with my dad pretty much and I, I spoke to him one day and we sat down and he said he said this sort of plans for Grooveville I think it was, must have been before the season started um, and he just says what, what he'd expect for me if I joined them 
Um, and then he wrote down, he was like, I can see you playing two positions. And I was like, right, OK, I've only ever played centre mid. Um, he put obviously put centre mid and he wrote down striker. And I, I remember looking at him thinking, I ain't a striker. Um, yeah. I'm not. And then two years later, I was playing, I was under 16, playing for under 18s and I went up front. Um, and then it all sort of started from there. So I guess he could see into the future. But... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I haven't looked back, to be honest, since being so that, tried. That's the job as coaches, isn't it? You make people aware of different areas where their attributes could be more successful on the pitch. And that's a difficult thing to do, because players sometimes think they know best. But if you've got a coach that understands the game and they think, a little tweak in position, you could get more success on the pitch. And, you know, that, that's interesting to know you were a centre mid through the juniors and then went to centre forward. But it's finishing one of your top... Um, Assets now, do you think, or what do you think of your top assets from what what you've gained over the last few years as well? Yeah, I say, yeah, finishing, I guess, just from statistics and everything like that. But I've, I've the way I've looked at finishing, I had, I had a shot like a sort of attacking coach in America, um, who was a striker. He, he the records that I broke, they they they're all his records. Um, oh, he must he must have loved you. <laughs> yeah, so he, he sort of like took me under his wing and like we'd, we'd spend like time after training just, just practicing and finishing. So Brilliant. it's just improved because of that. So it's probably up there now. I feel a lot more comfortable um, yeah, shooting off both feet and stuff like that. That's one thing I noticed, like, um, Frederick, I don't know how much contact time coaches get if it's once a week, twice a week. But the most important part of the game is scoring goals and it, it doesn't get worked on enough. I don't see people finishing. I think like people sort of went through a phase of frowning upon shooting and finishing drills, and it's like, well, how are you meant to record? How you get? How you get muscle memory? How are you meant to remember the rhythm, the technique? If you don't practice it 40, 50 times a night at training, I mean, if you're a forward, you could be hitting the back of the net every time you go to training, and you know, a bit of possession stuff. But I really do think that that specialist area needs to focus on the finishing aspect because. They're a bit of a dying breed centre forward, you know, in terms of the way the formations are and the way teams are set up now. You don't get the traditional number nines anymore, so it's good to see a big athletic and skillful number nine back on the island. But I hope you do get a move off. But if not, great news for us locally. Yeah, no, I mean, at the moment, I'm obviously I'm focusing just on the jersey stuff. But as you were saying about the shooting and and staying after and doing stuff like that. I even find at training when I was away and, and different stuff like that with the team, like shooting, it can almost be a bit of a joke. Like people are trying to smash welly out of the ball and go on F right and centre. But if you take it seriously, you're not going to... It just goes into the game. You start remembering different angles, like where you're hitting it. It just it happens into the game. And so it will improve enough. I agree with you. And I always take the forward a lot with Put the ball in an area where you like to strike the ball. Don't shoot from silly positions. If you don't like shooting, pass it. But work it into that area where you know that your finish will hit the target more often than not. And as a, a good forward should know his favourite type of finish and work the ball into those areas and you'll get more success. But you're right, not enough people pay attention to the finishing aspects of it. Set pieces as well were really crucial part of the game. Um, again, not enough time and focus on those things, but I've, I've learned myself through um, Island Games and stuff that a set piece could get you through the next round and it can get you knocked out. So we should be practising these things at club level. You get more contact time than most. So 
It will be good to see how Grooveville perform. Looking forward to that in the coming weeks. Um, hopefully we get senior football numbers up to allow them back onto the pitch. Because we were enjoying it all just before Christmas. It was really good fun to um, go and see two and three games a week, really. It was, it was really busy. So I think that will quickly start up again. Um, I'm hearing there's a potential for... Um, I don't think the Guernsey Island games will be, it was meant to be obviously this year, but there's a potential it could be next year. Um, they're obviously working solutions around it. That's all out there in the public, but it would be great if the local games are good. If you think Guernsey FC players are all in Guernsey again, the two, the two islands have now got all of their best players playing local football, and that can only be good for Channel Islands football, Marathis and whatever else. No, definitely. I couldn't, couldn't agree more. Um, in terms, final question, kind of, in terms of America and England, A, what is the secret of getting there? And secondly, how much would you encourage it as well? Uh, the secret of getting there is just, for America, it was just taking a risk um, and being dedicated to wanting to go eight hours on a flight, 10 hours on a flight across the world, live there for six months and then come back and then go again for another six months. It was, it, I think that's just part of the parcel. Of, if you want to achieve something, you just give up, give up something because you want to achieve it. Um, but it was just, it, yeah, it's, it's just one of them. Just You just try hard and keep yourself down and get, keep dedicated. And I, I think it all works out at the end of the day. And it, it has for me it might, and obviously myself, I think some ways it hasn't because due to COVID and different stuff like that, probably myself, personal reasons, but it's just it's just one of them. You just, you just keep going just onwards and upwards. Would you recommend it? Yeah, 100%. Whether it be... Obviously, it's not for everyone at all. Um, whether it be going to America, um, it's a big step, or even any chances anyone gets in England or Scotland or anything like that, I'd 100% take it because... End of the day, if it doesn't work out, you can always come back here and you've got the opportunity to, to improve back here because I think the standard in Jersey is definitely getting better. Um, so it's not like you go away and you, you, you don't fail. I don't, I don't believe you fail. I just believe that you, you can just carry on and get better when yeah. you come back. So yeah, It doesn't work out. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes you can be really lucky. I think one important thing to get out as well is the what's the accommodation? What, what When you go and live in America, was it in student quarters or in, and in the UK did you have to have a flat you mentioned there how, how do you go about how did you go about getting all that as a Jersey yeah, lad so, in a new city yeah so the the American one was all sorted for me um lived lived in a house um about seven, about seven other lads so it was a bit messy um <laughs> yeah which, which that's why you enjoyed your four years huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so so Play that right was good <laughs> That was good. Uh, in Hartlepool, I, I was set up. I was set up in a flat um, with another lad. He was on the lad. He's actually playing for Stockport now. He was on loan from Fleetwood at the time. So I was living there with him. Um, and then when I went to Kettering, they didn't have any any flats. So I sort of or like housing. So when I got there, I spent I spent a week in a hotel, um, looking around the place, sussing it out. And then I literally within a week, I sort of sort of found a flat. Um, sorted out my lease and that, that was pretty much in put on my feet, own two feet, sort everything out and and managed to do it. Um, but yeah, 
that, that's how over and I think that, I think that there's where the big challenge is for young Jersey lads going over because you know if you've not if you've been away in family holidays that's one thing but going over to a, a new city and you do need to have a certain steel about you you need to fix skin you need to be well supported from your family but also have a little bit of common sense and savvy about you because it's a big step and, and, and footballers know that if mentally they're not focused on the game, it'd be nothing worse than staying in the wrong place, playing at a, not playing at your right level. It's really important to get that foundation right, I would have thought. No, exactly. That's spot on. And that's that when I when I thought about it, it did take me like it was it was a big thought to come back here and, and sort of end it. Um but if I wasn't for me, I just felt like I'd done a lot of hard work and with everything going on, it was all a bit of a bit of an issue so I thought right now I think just just come back um and and sort of enjoy myself come back have family support obviously come back here family and that um and, and just go again it's not it's not the end yeah, of the world yeah. but. it'd be great to see I mean the Bills have started something amazing it'd be great if they continue that and you know yeah. for me I, I look at them flying up the league two and three leagues players like yourself back in fit and available and proper what they've already got I mean it can only help them I suppose and you know the more good players coming back into England it just means they filter through back into the league and the local league becomes to stay strongest I think it's not a bad little model we've got here for a small island and um, you know we, we, we punch above our weight but for me we've got the quality the one thing we don't do enough of is win island games and system cup or FA Vaz, whatever they are we're in, we don't win them enough and we're good enough. We just we miss that little ingredient. But getting like well with yourself with that experience of how to win matches and game management is so important that yeah. it will help the young ones coming through. Because it's a relatively young tide we've got now representing Jersey. All the experienced players are, are dropped away now and you know there's only one or two in their thirties and the rest are all mid twenties. So I think there's a brilliant four or five years ahead uh, for Jersey FA football and uh, certainly for the Bulls in the local league. So, yeah. brilliant. Great Good to stuff. see you back today. Good stuff. Um, can't wait to see you back playing at Greenville. I'm sure Cass will have a little spy as well. Um, I'll, be so, I'll be having a watch, yeah. <laughs> uh, cheers for coming on. Good to have you back. Um, and yeah, thanks for coming on. Nice Thank you. Thanks, Thank you soon. All right, cheers, guys. Take care. All the best. Thank you very much, Dan. Good to see you.